Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Welcome to the podcast where we bring together the physical realm and the spiritual realm as we transform our minds to become more Christ-like and attuned with His Spirit. I'll be talking about how to keep our heart on God's kingdom while still having our head in the game when it comes to our finances. Not in the clouds and not in the sand. For those following the stock market, you know it's been down all last year. But in the last several weeks, it's been going up, probably in response to the Treasury and in spite of the Fed. There's been a lot of reporting on housing prices going up in the past two years. And I'm sure you've noticed the gas pump recently. So if prices of fuel, housing, and food is going up in dollars, what does that mean about the value of the dollar? The US dollar, Canadian dollar, euro, yen, yuan, they're all buying less than they did a few years ago. How can they all be going down? What if the problem isn't a bubble in tech stocks or real estate or oil, but a bubble in currencies? The problem is that the value of fiat currencies is going down. Now, before I lose you, I'll give a brief explanation. Since 1971, the US dollar has not been backed by gold. Canada left gold standard in 33. You can look up when your country left the gold standard, but it has left. It is backed by treasury bills, or debt, which is known as fiat. It is worth that amount merely because the government has declared by fiat that that's what it's worth. And each time there is government quantitative easing to get us out of a recession, they make more debt, meaning more available dollars that each have less value than before. Naturally, each bailout has to be bigger than the previous one. And this time? So the big question is, will the sovereign debt bubble result in hyperinflation like the 1980s, but worse since their debt is bigger? Or a Great Depression like in 1930? I have no idea. It sort of depends on who wins the battle of wills. The International Monetary Fund, globalists, or the nationalists like the Fed and other national concerns of central banks in other countries. And as I've said, the Fed wants one thing and the Treasury wants another, and they're pushing in opposite directions. But either one doesn't sound too good to me. I just heard a media commentator recently say that employment was too high. It'll need to be reduced. This, of course, will be the end result of increased interest rates. Oh, and when people tell you that the stock market always bounces back, when it crashed in 1929, it regained its value in 1954. Now, I don't remember that, and I'm sure you don't either, but do you really want to wait 25 years to get back to the same amount of money you have now? 
Or will you just trust that the central bank will be able to pull a rabbit out of the hat one more time, like in 2020? Here are some things I do know. Lebanon just devalued their lira by 90% two weeks ago. So any citizens with their retirement savings in their local currency now have only one-tenth what they thought they had. Japan has been devaluing their yen about 30% last year, but in the past two months have pivoted and reversed their monetary policy. Chances are it's expected that central banks in many other countries will be forced to follow suit and bring inflation back harder. So, maybe countries like Sri Lanka and Venezuela will suffer, but surely not the large economies. Well, the Bank of England was doing the same as the Fed in the USA, raising interest rates to stave off inflation. It's hard to see how the Fed or European Central Bank will fare any better than the Bank of England. They were forced into an unlimited gilt buyback in September. The gilt is their uh, equivalent of treasury bills. This is a problem around the world. Japan's debt is almost two and a half times their GDP, and it's a good candidate to drop out next. Japan is the biggest holder of U.S. Treasury bills. If they need cash, they're going to have to sell off a whole bunch of their Treasury bills all at the same time. And when that happens in a market, the value goes down, naturally. And that's going to cause problems for the Treasury. And the U.S. Treasury is already saying they're having problems, need more liquidity because of what the Fed is doing in increasing their interest rates. Even Germany's economy is slowing, but may avoid a recession. My country's debt is way worse than it was in 2008, and probably yours is too. The government bond yield curve is an inversion in the U.S. and several other countries. Government bond yield curve inversion means that I'd be paid less interest to hold a long-term bond than I would be for a shorter term. Who would want to take that deal, right? Well, that's the problem. Nobody. And governments are having to buy them back themselves. This government bond yield curve inversion is a reliable indicator that something bad is about to happen in the market. And this inversion is as bad or as worse in the 80s. U.S. national debt is now at $31 trillion, causing a national emergency in Congress as they try to decide whether to raise their debt ceiling once again, allowing them to borrow even more money, or to default on some of their obligations. Many countries' debt has doubled in the last 10 years, to almost their whole GDP, or a good percentage of it. That's like my MasterCard owing is my annual salary. How easy is it going to be to pay that off? For years now, they've been doing the equivalent of getting a new Visa card to pay off their maxed out MasterCard. Maybe that trick will work once or twice, but not forever. Consequently, the insurance on government bonds is maxed out for the U.S. and many other countries, signifying that the insurer is concerned that the country will default on their loans. You may not think that's possible, but somebody dealing with major creditors obviously does. The alternative is sky-high inflation. Think Venezuela now, or Germany after World War I, Hungary after it, Zaire, Chile, Brazil, Nicaragua and Congo in the 90s, the former USSR countries, Yugoslavia in the 90s. Yes, that was after a major crisis in their country. 
you know, like a country locking down their economy for a year to deal with a pandemic. While you were Christmas shopping this past year, you may have missed the big meeting when China's government went to Saudi and they decided that the Saudis would increase their oil sales to China and build them in Yuan. The Saudis had told Biden earlier in the year not to threaten them when he wasn't pleased with them not increasing the oil production like he'd wanted. So now Saudi Arabia is breaking the deal that they have with the U.S., deal they've had since World War II. This deal was that they would only sell in American dollars to whatever country they were dealing with in selling their oil. And since Russian assets have been frozen in response to the war in Ukraine, why would BRICS countries use American dollars and risk getting their own assets frozen too? BRICS countries who have seen how shaky the dollar is have all laid the groundwork to divest themselves of the U.S. dollar. Of course, I don't know how quickly they can do this, but what do you think happens to the value of the greenback and other Western currencies closely tied to it when it's no longer needed for global trade? So I've spelled out possible problems in our currencies, not for you to panic, but for you to ask Holy Spirit what to do about it. I'm no financial advisor, but he is the best advisor. Some people have decided to buy gold, buy Bitcoin, which sound reasonable. But remember, our biggest investment is in God's kingdom. And he always provides for his people. God's answers to prayer have indicated that he will turn tough times into times of abundance and influence for those who stick close to him. Faith, not fear. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind Congratulations! You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.